Ashcraft Cinema. We're on week two of our zombie extravaganza with a new episode brought to us by the ever humble Trey. Trey, what movie did you pick? I picked the 2016 release Texas Voodoo Zombies. Have you never heard of it? Don't worry. It's actually on Amazon Prime, so jump on this. It's on Tubi for free. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to get these people paid, all right? You can watch it for free. All you have to do is watch a bunch of commercials about something called GoodRx or something. And there's Josh <laughs> shilling for someone else that isn't us. Thanks, Josh. Tonight's episode is brought to you by boring Tubi commercials. Hey, come on. Let's stop burning these bridges. Tubi, you're doing all right. Come yeah. at us. <laughs> Let us be your boring commercial. They're actually a fantastic repository of just the wackiest stuff that you've never heard of. So that's that's a genuine commercial for Tubi. Like Texas Voodoo Zombies. That's right. With Doobie. <sighs> can I can I say when you decided you were soliciting ideas for zombie movies and this was at the very top of my list, I watched this I think last year sometime around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my co-workers was really into horror movies and uh, she suggested this to me and I was like, well, I mean, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of down for a bad time. And uh, I fell in love. <laughs> Did it disappoint you that you thought maybe you'd be bringing us something new? But we have also already seen it based off of that person you just spoke of's advice as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's out here doing the good work, yeah, uh, spreading is. the gospel. She's spreading the word. <laughs> Absolutely. It got, uh, her, it got around. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm grateful that we were all able to, to share in this. Oh, well, I mean, Absolutely. some of us shared it more than others because when I heard it was Texas Voodoo Zombies, I was like, swish, I've already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Trey, I'm pretty sure you and I are the only ones who have very recently watched it again, and Rachel's going completely off of, like, the memory of a year ago. I mean, I don't, uh, yeah, the word memory is fair. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I honestly thought you were going to say, like, you know, the good time you had, like, no, no, no. No, 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 let's... <laughs> So I couldn't find a ton of info online about Texas Voodoo Zombies, except who it was directed by, which is, and I'm going to stab at this last name, Victor McLaughlin. I think that's right. Yes. Yeah, McLaughlin. McLaughlin. So he also was the writer. And producer. Oh, I didn't know that. He did produce. Okay, do you know what else that he has written? (laughs) I have a list. <laughs> 17 other fucking books. Oh, really? He's yeah. read a bunch of books. Yeah. Can I uh, can I list off some of the titles that I love? Are you going to list off the more like normal sounding ones? Or... No. Okay, cool. Because there was a few like self helpy kind of books. Did you see that? Like I did. Two or three of those, and they seem like pretty just normal boilerplate yeah, like script writing advice yeah. from yeah it was like oh okay how, how to get to a to z and finish your project like oh okay cool yeah he wrote Write a book. fast finish fast wait yeah. he wrote a book on script writing on just writing in general oh yeah. okay yeah like how to finish your project once you've started it 
Well, but I'm in between, uh, in between those <laughs> uh, responsibly titled things, there yeah. was Miss Etta's Fast House. <laughs> uh, whispers between the sheets. Oh yeah, I saw that one. The cover art on that one doesn't disappoint. Does not. Uh, down on my knees. Ooh, okay. And uh, my favorite, every sister wants it. <laughs> Which honestly, I might read. I'm, 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 I'm kind of considering purchasing that one. That actually, this actually makes a lot of sense for why so many of the characters in Texas Voodoo Zombies are, are they're kind of sex crazed in a way. They're, they're very fascinated. There's a lot of talk See, of sex. See, I'm disappointed you didn't mention blackmail never felt so good. <laughs> I did not see that one. What? <laughs> oh, did you not go on my man's website? It's, I now, it's a very, uh, according to the website, he created this in 2018, but it's clear that he grew up in a 90s version of the internet. Yeah. Because this still has a website counter on it. Yes. So I was website <laughs> visitor 5,503. Oh. Is that a dancing baby and a flying toaster? All right. <laughs> this guy's with it. I mean, I did go to the website. It's pretty tasteful, I gotta say. It's not bad. But I was, I was looking for information specifically about the movie, and there's almost none. Yeah. I, I saw that, an estimated budget. Uh, oh, but on the website, you can click his movies link. And it yeah. says the website for Texas Voodoo Zombies, which came out four years ago, is coming soon. <laughs> under construction and a little icon. No, no, no. Not even <laughs> under construction. Just coming soon. There is no website, no web link, nothing. But it's coming any day now, folks. He's waiting for... No, no, no. He's waiting for second wave. He's waiting for... His Neil Breen effect. His Neil Breen effect. Like gotcha. people Now, Neil Breen is sort of special because his comes relatively quickly. But, like, some of these directors, they'll make some trash like in the, the 1980s. Room, the Room yeah. waited a long time to get the recognition it deserved. That's true. So, any day now, Victor. It's coming back. Yeah. Mr. I mean, I, I may have uh, Instagram stalked some of the actors in this for reasons that are none of your, your business. <laughs> but I did discover that... Um, Is it because you want to know where Doobie got his haircut so you don't go there? <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm just saying, it looks like my man had a laser level <laughs> held up to cut that stuff. Like it's, it's too straight. <laughs> There's not such a thing in a black barbershop. <laughs> well, that lineup I, is sharp alright <laughs> it is it's like next level just like Dubio yeah. the laser level maybe even three laser levels so they can be going all at the same time <sighs> there's oh, no flow, there's no flow be there mm -mm. no 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 mm -mm. I don't rightly know uh, what that is Wait, is that the thing that the vacuum cleaner that sucks yep. up your hair? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've wanted one ever since I was a kid. That's uh, that's legal. I don't. I don't think. Well, you might still be able to buy him. Probably like on eBay. Yeah, probably. I've never seen him new. But at the where you get your haircut on an army base, they're all using those. It's like industrial ones of those. Yeah. Because they cut. Because oh. they cut so much freaking hair. <laughs> so Sorry, speaking of hair. 
I'm gonna go ahead and go on record. This movie has the best hair mm. of anything that we watched. There's so much hair as well. Like there's a lot of it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's clear that Victor here is just like. Uh, I have literally no direction on that. Just come as you are. Or, yeah. it, or it was never addressed. Right. But people showed up uh, either with their hair already styled or in their good wigs. Yes. And I took note. I took note. We're talking about Sabrina here, right? <clears throat> you damn right. <laughs> oh, is Sabrina the one who's upset at Doobie? Yeah, she, like, she's the jilted ex. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves. She, she's the titular vo- voodoo uh, practitioner in the title, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I like that it's, they don't know how to... This guy clearly doesn't know how to direct people. And so, when, like, near the end, during the dance montage or no it wasn't dance it was no it was um an exercise 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 routine competition yeah so this girl (laughs) like she she comes up to like be sassy or whatever to doobie and he's chit-chatting with someone else and then hard cut to her going whatever (laughs) (laughs) who did this who did this All hail Victor. (laughs) He's amazing. Okay, so let's talk about how this movie gets started, right? Uh, First of all, one of the most important characters, because there's a lot of characters in this movie. Is it Doobie? But one of the most important characters is the setting, and that setting is Dallas, Texas. Oh, they definitely don't let you forget it. No. Because they won't stop saying it. We're in Texas. Dallas, Texas. Just like, okay. Damn right. We get it. (laughs) Move on. Um, the, the opening is uh, a bunch of pretty boring, um, sort of establishing shots of the Texas skyline. There's some of that weird, uh, like jumpy slow motion effects that are going on during this montage. And, um, right away we're introduced to, um, one of our main character, Doobie, and his girlfriend, Nikki, um... (laughs) <laughs> and that we get a lot of exposition really quickly. Yeah. These two. A lot of it's about Nikki up front. Yes. Uh, who is not really an important character. <laughs> hey. I just like six scenes Hey, total. come on. She's got <laughs> exercising. First of all, no, they don't. No, they don't. None of these people look like they exercise regularly in that way of group exercise. No. It just not, like it doesn't make any sense. Well, she's still recovering because she is a Hurricane Katrina refugee. <laughs> yep. Yes. Which is which is not funny, but it's just it's it was you the way tell, that it gets. Yeah. Sort it, of like, it is funny because you could tell they were trying to like make a statement. Like, see. Yeah. See, people are still dealing right. with this. Right. This is a real issue, but it's not taken. It's not good. It's what they're doing isn't like shining a light on it. It's just like, yeah, just throw that in there, I guess. I don't care. Well, also, uh, the actress says, Nolens. Oh, um, yeah. Like she's British? I don't know. I, that, that pronunciation just really. I was living in Nolens a few whiffins past. I, hmm. I dare say. But it does seem like a lot of that. A lot of like, these are like important things that need to be addressed like 
Doobie could go back to jail if he doesn't get a job. Like, that's real. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. you're on probie, you get fired. Yeah, fi- he's on his second strike. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're on like, probie. that's the thing. If you're on probie and you get fired, even if it's not your fault, uh, you could go back to jail. Like, that's a real problem, real issues. But the way they're dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. <laughs> it's, it's so, like, thrown uh, away. All oh, this Doobie. Stuff. Yeah, but so Doobie's yes, fantastic. So, yeah, Doobie is the, the the freaking best. Do you uh, did you write down the actor's name? Yeah. Derek Thomas. Yes, Derek. Yeah. Garrick Shout Thomas. out to you, sir. Um, you have for a, real, a Garrick ton of Thomas. Charisma. You're car- yeah. you're carrying this. Oh. It's happening. Flash flood warning. The, the zombie apocalypse is upon us. It's all happening. Sorry, I'm gonna silence my phone now. Knock, knock. Who's there? Doobie! (laughs) Doobie who? I'm here. I'm here to spray for bugs. (laughs) (sighs) That's the cool, refreshing sound of spray. Mm. (laughs) Mix it in your uh, orange juice and voodoo powder. (laughs) <laughs> a voodoo powder yeah. holy shit alright and that right there is it's just so like insane. it's so in a way wildly culturally insensitive <laughs> like, in a number of ways yes yeah yeah it's like oh they're from New Orleans of course that means they have to be into voodoo or you could go the other way of people who are into voodoo. Like, yeah, just powder. Like, that's how this works, right? <laughs> it would be bad. It would be bad if that was the lone racist, culturally insensitive thing that showed up in the movie. <clears throat> but I'll give it to the movie. It was like that throughout. You know, there was no break really in. It's like that part in the Sim. It's like that part in the Simpsons where Homer is teaching Bart how to get out of jury duty, and it's to say that you're racist against all people. <laughs> I will say this. This is not like a, a, well, I'll say that in every way that the movie is problematic, it means to be. Mm-hmm. So you know. Your mileage with that may vary, but uh, it went pretty far with me. <laughs> uh, Doobie, our our main character, is you know, he's he's real goofy. You know, he don't seem like he's out oh, to hurt yeah. nobody. You know, he's always yeah. down for a good time. Uh, he talks a lot of shit that he cannot back up. Yes, he's a pathological liar. Yeah, he, uh... Uh, he is lazy as all get out. And uh, to, to the point of it being like detrimental to him, like, what yes. are you doing, Doobie? But he's kind of just been, I think, skating through life. So we, we, we meet him, he's dropping his girlfriend off uh, at her job. Um, and then at he gi- <laughs> at the gym to pr- prepare for her dance, no, oh. her workout competition. Yeah, yeah, I'll have a lot to say about that later. Uh, but he's got an is appointment. It, is it this? Is it this part? Where you want to say that? <laughs> <laughs> right. This 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 prayer hand sway that they that they get into. Uh, oh uh, boy! It's everything. It gave me everything. But Doobie is on his way to meet his his parole officer, 
he has to go do a uh, that guy was a ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, yes. <laughs> Char- Char- old Charlie Lewinsky. Yes. His, his P.O. Yeah. He calls him Mr. Charlie, um, which I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Mr. Charlie is like old-timey slang for like a slave master or like an untrustworthy oh. uh, white person or like the man. I did not know that. Yeah. I thought that was just Southern witness, like, because, you know, a lot of people in the South, if... I know you, and it's not that formal, but I don't know you like that, and you're a little older than me. I might call you Mr. Your First Name. Oh, certainly. Yeah. I do that with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Miss Your First Name. Yeah, because it's like a little formal. Like, it's just enough formal, but it's not like, you know. Right. But it's not coming up in there and calling, like, your uncle by his first name, and then, like, you get in the back of the line for dinner. Right. <laughs> we were raised in similar households. <laughs> I thought there was a very timely uh, joke about Charlie Lewinsky's name and he, him going the full Lewinsky, which in 2016 is well, actually, a little bit out of date. It is until you look up Victor and realize his age and like Monica Lewinsky was probably like, during his formative years. It certainly, yeah, it probably inspired a lot of his fiction. <laughs> <laughs> that blackmail, that blackmail book for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Because on the cover, it is a white lady with a white man and a black guy standing in the background. So there that's his Monica Lewinsky book. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this, but now I have to buy it and find out. <laughs> okay, since we're talking about the the writer-director, I was trying to find an interview with him where he talked about this movie, and I couldn't. But I did find one where he just talked about writing in general. And the interviewer, uh, and this is on, like, I'mAgoodWoman.com. I'm not making that up. That's the actual. <laughs> I'mAgoodWoman.com. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she was like, so. I, in- I instantly don't like it, by the way. <laughs> As opposed to all those bad women. <laughs> So she's like, you've been praised for, you know, most of your, uh, the protagonist of your novels are women. So how'd you get so good at writing women? He oh, was God. like, oh, well, you know, and back, back when I was younger, I must have dated like hundreds of women. And, you know, from my experiences, uh, that's where I've, you know, cause I'm a very compassionate person and I've learned to, uh, you know, from, from those experience. And I was like, wait, did, did he just. Did he say hundreds? And then the interviewer was like, "I'm sorry, did you say hundreds? Like, so you, so you're saying you were like a player back then?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "Oh, this is so interesting." Okay, first of all, let, all right, all right, all right. First of all, if anybody, especially a man of Victor's age demographic, if any man comes to you and says, "I've dated hundreds of women," he is a fucking liar. Yeah. Like, let's just let's just put that out there. Full stop. He is a liar. And by a player, he means like he was just a crappy boyfriend. <laughs> or he's really good at time management. Maybe mm, he is. I don't know. Did you watch this movie? Well, okay. I'm not saying that Victor's a player. He just crush a lot. I get, get <laughs> You know what? You know what? Uh, I did not sign up for this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I will not stand for this. I love a that. front I mean, minute and a half ago. 
I mean, you're already the assistant to the assistant. Hanging on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm still here. We're recording on my computer, so so technically they can't. This is my out. microphone, so here we are. <laughs> you'll just, you'll hear a companion podcast. It's just me in a bathroom crying. <laughs> He'll take me back one day. It's really long and uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> and speaking of long and uncomfortable, this scene... With Doobie and uh, Officer Lewinsky goes on for a long time. <laughs> Josh has written here, how does Officer Lewinsky knows what cat pee smells like? <laughs> okay, yeah. And why so is he Doobie so cool goes- with pouring it out into his own trash can under his desk? What the? <laughs> so Doobie has to he, go and give he, a piss sample for He can't for wait pearl. for that urine to crystallize and smack him in the face later. <laughs> Yeah, he he goes, he, he takes it to the bathroom for his probation. He has to pee in a cup, and he does the old trick, has some has some piss in, tied up in a condom, puts it into uh, the cup, brings it out, and yeah, Officer Lewinsky opens it up, sniffs it, which is, I've never seen in my life, and, mm. and says like, that's cat piss. He also and then pours it out. identifies a cat hair by sight. Yes. Very what does impressive. this man do with his cat that's nasty? It's your tax dollars at work. Like he's gone to, to briefings, trainings, uh, to identify different um, signs. That's what lab core <laughs> is for. Well, yeah. <laughs> but this was much more entertaining. True. Listen, they only had access to one office in this building. <laughs> they had to make it quick. And yeah, they did. It's clear they didn't have long. They were like, mm-hmm. do it all now. Also, I paid a lot to be in this office, so I'm going to use every scrap of footage from it. So you, you pour that viscous Sunny D <laughs> out of that peacup and into that trash can, and we're going to keep this, it moving. This officer <laughs> could tell the difference between purple stuff and Sunny D. <laughs> Soda, purple stuff. Hey, Sunny D. So what's funny is Officer Lewinsky has been letting Doobie slip by on his pee test because Officer Lewinsky is buying weed from Doobie. But he's found a new supplier, someone in a trailer park that has that good sticky icky. His words, not mine. And so now (laughs) Doobie Did it hurt you to say that? (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. That took a couple of years off my life, but they're the ugly years, so I'm I'm fine. Uh, yeah. So so now, dude was in the bind because he has to follow the rules for the first time forever on on his par- parole, and actually get a job. Which is gonna be really really hard for somebody as lazy as Doobie. I mean, he was but selling then, but then weed again, to his parole officer. He must be like pretty talented you know he's got a gift for gab you know yeah yeah in a different life he could have been you know you know a a politician or something he he's a people person he knows how to talk to the people hell in this life (laughs) that's true he's a young man yeah so on his way out of the the parole office he trips over uh a a man in handcuffs named isn't it established he's an MMA fighter of yeah. some sort? Okay. Who, Doobie? No, 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 no. Oh. The guy that he trips over. Leo oh, okay. Leo Lyons. Leo Lyons, yeah. 
And uh, these are some great. These are some great names, by the way. Yeah, they have an interaction. Leo Lyons is like, "You, you need to help me break out of here." And and Doobie's like, "Break no. out of this office." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Do you want me to go get you some water? Uh, Cause this freedom water tastes real good. I guess you don't know anything about that, do you?" Cause you're going to jail. <laughs> Just talking shit. <laughs> Wait, the handcuffs are, are attached, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the next scene is Sabrina and uh, approaching Nikki at the, the gym. So, Sabrina has oh her, her own henchman. Right. And again, this sets up what is a movie long pool of needlessly complicated backstories that don't add to so, anything. <laughs> so needless. They don't go anywhere. Also, Sabrina's hench, henchmen, they won't stop looking at the camera. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an interesting detail that both Sabrina and Nikki um, come from New Orleans, mm-hmm. right? Um, but Not just that. They came on the same bus. Yeah. And and but see that was an additional detail where I was just like, that's, you know, that's I did not expect that. So I don't un- know what to do with it. That's like, where, so unnecessary. But yeah, apparently they were they were thick as thieves on the on the bus. Their words. Yes. Um, but once they got so, to Dallas, they went their separate ways. They sure did. If for some reason neither of them can resist the charms of Doobie, can you resist the charms uh, of yes. Doobie? And also, they work at the same place. Right. <laughs> Okay, I'm confused. Do they work there, or are they just going there to practice their exercise dance routine? They're both fitness trainers. Okay. But Sabrina made it very clear that she had Doobie first, and also she had this job first, and she feels like this other girl who used to be her friend is encroaching on her territory. And honestly, the way that it's written, um, she kind of has a point. (laughs) But, you know... Sabrina's the actual hero. But uh but don't look too too much into that because uh this is when we we meet uh Kenya. Kenya is Doobie's sister. Yeah. She, oh yes. And she has Nikki's back and she's like, you know, get out of here. You stink. <laughs> ah! I would I would say that Kenya ranks as number two best actor in this film. Cause because I would say Doobie is the best. Really? Right. And I think Kenya's okay. I have a I've different ranking. My okay. my number one will meet later. Oh, oh. Wait, which one's oh. Kenya? It's been a while. Which one's Kenya? Kenya's the Doobie sister. She's, she, uh, she's... She's technically the female lead. She's technically the female lead, yeah. And when the zombie thing pops off, it's Doobie, Kenya, and Kenya's oh, boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah. okay. Um... <laughs> And her boyfriend's Tracy? Yeah. Her boyfriend's name is Tracy. Now, okay. we're introduced to them, and I He's the one that I Instagram stalked. <laughs> I love this scene when he's introduced because um, they're referencing one of my favorite <laughs> Mo, Mo Ben and Blues. <laughs> so Doobie comes home. Doobie comes home. And, and he, go, he walks in on Kenya and Tracy in the bedroom. And Tracy, <laughs> so you can hear Kenya saying stuff like, Yeah, Denzel. Oh, you're looking good. And you better play that trumpet. A, he's got a trumpet. 
the sound that's coming out of the trumpet is the most electronic. It's either coming from a, a Casio organ, or or it's like a, a MIDI keyboard. It like came from like some sort of sound effects uh, CD. Listen, for people. Trumpet. Listen, you can get so it's, many free sounds on YouTube. Like so many copyright free sounds on YouTube. Look into it. And I, and I, I just want to make this very clear. He is playing taps while having sex with Kenya, and she's talking dirty talk while in like, uh, like a Mardi Gras style mask. It's a whole mood. I'm not gonna lie. Like they, you know, it, it takes a lot of coordination. There was a lot of fore planning for this. Doobie kind of fucked up a very special moment. Yeah, Tracy took Tracy took the day off work. You're, you know, he left work early. They had this mm-hmm. whole thing set up. And they're like, Doobie, you were you weren't supposed to be here for like hours later. Like, what are you doing here? And he has the nerve to slut shame them. And Kenya <laughs> rightly points out that role play is a very healthy part of adult relationships. <laughs> Doobie wouldn't know anything about them. And you know what? This is this is Victor showing his uh, his work from having dated hundreds of women. Like. I'm not gonna lie. He didn't have to put that in there. They that that didn't need to be there. But he's gonna let you know this is fine. Yes. More people should get into it. Yeah. Also, it's Mo his, Better Blues. This own, is so perfect. I, it's his. It's his own more subtle Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, it's just like, hey, role play, perfectly natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love so it. Fantastic. Did you think you were going to get a lesson in sex positivity when you were watching Texas Voodoo Zombies? No. I thought I was going to see more voodoo zombies. I thought I was going to see a lot more freaking zombies. That is for sure. Oh, it's such a setup. If I may, really quickly, there's there's so much of a setup in this movie. It takes so long before the zombies actually happen. It reminded me in a way, in a weird way, of From Dusk Till Dawn how it's almost like it's two separate movies and right. you wait nearly an hour yeah. before vampires come into it and Tarantino once he was given an interview and he said something like oh well I took this you know it was this advice from Stephen King oh is that Tarantino you gotta do your Tarantino voice <laughs> alright listen alright okay alright so there here's the is. thing Like, so Stephen King once said you know like um, if you want to like uh, you want to make sure that your audience like connects with the character for a long time. Then whatever happens to them when they go through hell, <laughs> when they like you know like are going through hell, then the audience is like going through hell with them. My yeah, name is Samuel L. Jackson, and I co-signed this message <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of money. Mm, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> did we ever really connect with any of these characters? Well, <laughs> I mean, I think we learn a lot. No, 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 no. Learning a lot about someone <laughs> is not at all the same thing as connecting. Well, I will say, we, we have jumped right over a very important scene um, that I would be remiss as a, as a U.S. Army veteran for not mentioning. Um, oh, can I set it up, please? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So, but before they uh, get to the, the the Fifty Shades of Mo Better Blues, uh, Doobie goes to uh, I just want you to know 
Spike Lee is never going to be friends with any of us. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a number of reasons for that. But uh, So Doobie goes to the Coach's Box, which is a real restaurant that I looked up, and the guy who owns it was the guy that was in this movie, Reginald cool. He. So, yeah, shout that, out to you, Reginald He. Uh, I will dope. say that, that is way cooler than in Southern Fried Zombies where there's, like, that catering company in the background for some fucking reason. <laughs> it's, like it's, like, the same as, like, buying ad space for the Little League team. Like, putting up a banner on that's, the Yeah, ad, that's the, what they did. The but it doesn't show any of their food, any them, anything at all. But this guy was like, sure, you can use my restaurant, but I'm going to be in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you can also tell they didn't have a lot of time while they were there because... <laughs> Because Doobie is completely out of focus for that entire scene. <laughs> completely out of focus. Yeah, because they had to shut down the restaurant to, 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 to uh, shoot that. Yeah. He's like, sure, fine, I'll be in your movie. You have half an hour. Uh, but so, yeah, uh, Doobie brings the chicken to his friend Shytown's house. Shytown. <sighs> and they have a conversation about. Wait, what's the like, name? Chi-town. Chi-town. Chi-town, okay. Chi-town has a lot from, going on. Is yes. he from Chicago? See, this is what I would say. This is why I was hesitant to say not connected, but we learn a lot. I don't think I, I don't know if I connect with Chi-town. I, I would be worried if I did connect with him. But well, we learn a lot about him. Mm-hmm. He does. He has a lot going on. Go ahead, Tram. Sorry. <laughs> So I, I, I want to set this up, and I want to let you go. So they have this very interesting conversation about how electronic devices uh, program people through, like, I think it's called operant conditioning. Yes. Yeah, like Pavlonian I, dog. Yeah. I honestly thought that was going to go somewhere in the movie, too. <laughs> As it was just like, did I. It's just, it was just like pothead <laughs> ramblings. <laughs> It's like it's like the director left the camera on and those guys forgot they were in the movie. You know, if you if you are with friends and you're uh, breaking bread over like delicious chicken from the coach's box, you know, your, your mind just wanders. Um, <laughs> they were probably just like, guys, just talk about something while I get these audio levels set up, and that ended up being the scene. But but do we let let uh, let Chi-Town know that your electronic devices are controlling you? You're you are responding without being consciously aware of it. You've been programmed, and so Chi-Town is being called, uh, or like someone was trying to get in contact with him, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna answer that." Uh, like it's the first of the month, and her car knows due. Like that's all she wants. She wants my disability check. <laughs> It's like, nah, man, you programmed. So, Chi-Town uh, ends up shooting his phone twice. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I was, was like, so wow. ridiculous. And it, it, it was at this point that I was like, I'm all the way in. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm gonna pour a second glass of wine and just really settle, settle on in. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Trey got his cozy blanket out, and mm-hmm. he's like, I'm, I am in it. My in cozy weighted blanket. <laughs> in this scene, like, Chi-Town has this sort of mini descent into madness. So between yes. between uh, between Doobie talking about uh, operational conditioning. Um, his phone going his off. His phone going off, and him having flashbacks 
of being because oh he there's a again a throwaway line about him being captured while in Afghanistan and having in his words post traumatic distress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they couldn't even look at what it was actually called. Good job, Victor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's insane, and I agree with you, Trey. As soon as the by the time this scene came along, I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. I'm on the train now, and I don't know where it's going, but I'm on it till the, the end of the line. The driving it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Since we're talking about Chi-Town, if that was the only thing that we learned about him, that would be butter. But right. it isn't. <laughs> it's not. It is the tip of the iceberg for Chi-Town. Because, yeah. Not only is he a uh, an Afghanistan war vet, um, and clearly a disabled vet because he was yeah. getting his disability check. Um, he is also a mortician, a or is mortician. there is there a certain term for people who like prepare the bodies? That's a mortician. Yeah, he's also a, a successful mortician. He has his own business, um, and they probably should have stopped there, but they didn't. Uh, well, and that and that means he has a degree in mortuary science. Let's add another layer. Yeah, you want to take this one, Josh? (laughs) So, so Doobie goes to visit him at the at the morgue or or the the whatever funeral home, probably the the funeral home, probably, and um, and and it turns out that Chi Town is he's a fucking necrophiliac, fucking (laughs) nasty, and he's going on about. About, you know, this lady that's on his table. Anyways, so what's up, what's up with Victor? Is, <laughs> is he okay? Because he spent supposedly $32,000 on this. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, all of it was on zombie effects. Oh, no, no, no it wasn't. <laughs> No. Couldn't have been. No. Uh, I can tell you that that kit from Party City is only $40. Because that's what Victor bought. Maybe he got two of them, right? So that's $80 accounted for. There you go. Pretty sure Doobie was driving his own car. I noticed that Doobie's car had been keyed. (laughs) (laughs) It's just such a wonderful, like, just, you know, slice of life. I didn't notice that. Thank you. It's those kind of details that let you know, like this—that's true craftsmanship. <laughs> that's a yeah, that's that's art department. That's production design. They're doing good stuff. Are these uh, lines you've written here all been said by Doobie? All of these are Doobie lines, and I want—I mean, we're already well into. I'm it, as serious as a hemorrhoid on a gay honeymoon. <laughs> Ooh, I did write that one down. Yes, that uh, that took with me quite a bit. Doobie is like he's like he's like a young charismatic Archie Bunker, you know. He sort of he he mm-hmm. gets sayings wrong a lot, and he's very um, sort of um, charmingly bigoted. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a very good way to put that. Yes, he is charmingly what? bigoted. You mean like this one? We're in construction in this Texas heat. Do I look Mexican to you? <laughs> Things like that. Is that what we're speaking yeah, of? That uh, is exactly what uh, that's we're, we're thinking of. of. <laughs> um, what does this one say, Josh? 
<laughs> oh, this was after. Uh, so, so Doobie's trying to find a job. Uh, Kenya tells him that, hey, Tracy is, has this construction business. He can bring you on. That's when he says the line about in the in this Texas heat. Then he goes to a day of work. There's an amazing montage of with like no no dialogue audio but still somehow like Foley audio yes. and a lot of music. It's so weird. Like technically this film is is just something else. But then he comes he comes back home, Kenya's there, and they're talking about stuff and he's like um, he's complaining about Tracy and he says like, oh, I can't believe this. Didn't Abraham Lincoln sign the Apollomation masturbation in 1962? <laughs> <laughs> That's an example of Archie Bunkerism. My, he gets it wrong. My it's question cute. is, do you, how much of Doobie's lines do you feel are ad-libbed? I, I don't think a lot. Me neither, because they seem like something someone would just say without thinking. Right. Yeah. But everybody, everybody's reactions are tempered to that they knew it was coming. Yeah. Right. So these like they've were, heard it six times already. So these were written down and read over by other people. And nobody pointed out to Victor, like, hey, dude. Uh, 2016. Might want to. Yeah, might want to. Especially that one about. I mean, it's not just uh, him giving those those sorts of line readings. Uh, when he goes to visit his girlfriend, Nikki, uh, she's exercising. And he's like, oh, you sweating. That's turning me on. She's like, ladies don't sweat. They perspire. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. She also goes on to say that uh, Tupac is alive because uh, her friend swears that he changed her attire down at the Spiffy Lube. <laughs> it's like, I, I love everything about this. And then they have a whole other five-minute scene about them going on a camping trip. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, yeah, let's just go out there because he ain't got no money. Uh, <laughs> he can't go on a real vacation, but he can go camp. That's for free. And then he... Talks about how he's scared of bears, which I relate to because I am also very scared of bears. Is this when he says, polar bears got to be slower than us. They white. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is. It's actually, there's something really, there's something really organic about that scene, right? Because it it serves Mm -hmm. no purpose. It doesn't go anywhere. There's no, Mm -mm. there's no mention of it and payoff later. It's just a thing that happens. And I and thought, honestly thought when we went camping, I was like, oh, this is when it happens. This is when the zombies come. Nope. But no. But no. It, it goes nowhere. Goes nowhere. So much goes nowhere. <laughs> so much goes nowhere. Um, so is this when we get to the bar? Uh, and Ray Ray. Yes. Yes, Ray Ray. So Ray Ray the bartender is also one of Doobie's friends. Uh, they had some wild night after they won $1,000 on a scratch-off, and uh, this led to Ray Ray, Ray meeting his uh, current second wife, who is very uh, sexually skilled. Uh, I think that's the, that's the most polite way I can, I can put that. Is this the lady who gets the boob implants? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's well, his I wife. Mean, she doesn't really. She just wears two bras at the end. <laughs> Special she, effects. 
Victor. We've all been there. Oh, that's a cosplay trick. Mm. Oh, is it? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, that, uh, that's actually real. So, and I'm sure Victor didn't know that. I'm sure that lady knew that. Yeah. She didn't have any lines, but her presence was known. Yep. <laughs> we also we know that we know that she is very skilled and also a flight attendant. Uh, and also really like we know so much about her again and she has no lines nope like I love it when people think like I'll give I'll give these women agency by letting you know a lot about them just like well if you don't let them talk I don't think that's the same thing so at this point Doobie has had one day of work decided it's too hard and decides not to go back the next day uh his parole officer, Officer Linsky, is obviously stalking him, uh, and calls him. Is like, you didn't show up. You're on thin ice. So Ray Ray has a job. He was like, you know, I bought all this stuff and put this business together, but I just never start. You know, I never start thought to to do it. But now might be a good time. I'm gonna start an extermination business. I always, I think that was so weird. Like. I spent probably thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on the equipment for this business, and then I thought, eh, fuck it. The equipment, the vehicle, the trademark, the logo, which is a cockroach in, uh, like, one of those, like... In, in repose. <laughs> yes. But he's also got his arms up, kind of like he's doing air guitar, but with, with all six arms. Uh, but, yeah, he was like, you know... This might be your chance at a job, Doobie. Do you want it? He was like, "Yes, we're gonna we're gonna do this." Uh, what we don't see is him like Ray Ray, who, by the way, I think is the best actor. I think he's the most natural. He oh, delivers I the see. lines like a human. Yeah, person. Yeah. That's true. He's believable. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, and he fits in with like the persona of yeah, I run a bar and I'm know, just, I'm just a, like a chill just dude, a, just a guy. Like, honestly, he was so grounded, I was like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> this, this feels, I am suspicious. What have you, what have you guys done to him? <laughs> so, yes, Doobie is now set up to be an exterminator, although there's one more scene with this, with this very condescending guy with the, with the red beard. And I was oh, like, yeah. why is this here as well? I don't understand this, but fine, a- you know? <laughs> Well, <laughs> so many of these choices feel like we need to make the run time. Well, and this this is where he picks up the supplies for the the poison and all that for the extermination, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was, if nothing else, informative because after watching that two minute clip, I think, okay, I could probably be an exterminator. He's basically covered all the bases. He did. <laughs> I remember the instructions directly. Uh, Doobie's, ex- Doobie's training is like, and 60 seconds. <laughs> he, also, he, also, he also shames Doobie for being racist. <laughs> because because his name was Marcus, he thought Doobie assumed that he was black. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And he, like, shames him for it. He's just he like, was like, oh, well, you're obviously a bigot. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Now, he is, but you don't have enough evidence for that. So what, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Unless you, have the, unless you have the lines written down like yeah. I do. Unless you've been following Doobie around for the last, I don't know, 20 minutes with a tape recorder. There is no hard evidence. Yeah. You, you've extrapolated a lot from this, this conversation. Yeah. And I don't have, think I like it. You have no idea that he once said, 
What unholy union? I'm a Baptist. (laughs) (laughs) So before Doobie can really complete uh, his journey to become an exterminator, he has one more run in with his P.O. Oh, God. (laughs) I know. Oh, this one's rough. Uh, In which his parole officer, his parole officer says, and I wrote this down. Nothing pisses me off more than a skinny, shiftless, black, ashy, no-account scrub like you trying to throw one over on me. First of all, who's skinny? <laughs> no one. No one in this That was written is. before casting. And the um, only thing that Doobie says back is, I ain't no scrub. <laughs> <laughs> That's the equivalent of Futurama. Leela's like, no offense, Fry, but you turned into a fat sack of crap. Sack? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. So at this moment, it's at this point in the movie where I'm like, okay, so his officer kind of seems like he cares about him, but also like he's trying to put him down because he did some illegal dealings with him. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense and at I was all. like, well, maybe it... <laughs> giving the end, it would make sense. I was like, well, no, we haven't gotten to that part. So all of this actually happened in the I context mean, of the movie. It doesn't make sense for his character. Why would a PO who bought weed from somebody, like, not... Why would he want him to go to jail? Because as soon as he goes to jail, he's got really nothing to lose by ratting out the PO, right? I mean, Well, but who's going to believe him? Also, it's his third strike, like... Uh, yeah, nobody's going to believe that. Mr. Charlie has all the power. Yeah. Mm, message. So. <laughs> yeah, shit. Way to go, Victor. I, I misjudged you. So, uh... Let's, not, be, let's not go too crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, we'll give him his flowers when he deserves it. Uh, so, Doobie starts off uh, ex- going to people's houses to exterminate. Yep, he's just... Uh, <laughs> He's just cold calling. Cold calling people at the door. And surprisingly, it works. Yeah. So he uh, interacts with five people. Uh, Person number one uh, on IMDb, this man is called Old White Man. Uh, This man is immediately infatuated with Doobie. He's like, well, I can't twerk, but I sure can try. And then there's a zoom in on his crotch and his uh, penis... Moves, and Doobie runs away. <laughs> but that's such a, it's a weird interaction, too, because when he opens the door, he's kind of, like, rude to, to Doobie. You know, he's just like, what are you doing here? Are you lost? Uh, no, that seems pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. But for me, it's just, like, the doubling down of how Victor feels about gay people. Yeah. It's not, so, it's not a good thing, what he feels. I don't think so. No. They do a, a thing that... Um, it's not unique to this movie, necessarily, but whenever they talk about someone... Like, the, the threat... Like, having a threat of someone going to jail and, like, the consequences of that, like, you're basically threatening rape on someone. Like, I hear that a lot, even in comedy things. I'm like, ugh. This isn't great. And this movie yeah. does that a lot. A 
and Doobie pissed off a whole bunch of people in jail, including somebody named Big Juicy who wanted to slow dance. (laughs) Big Juicy liked to slow dance, and Big Juicy wanted to slow dance with Doobie, and Doobie uh, narrowly avoided that, but uh, his dance card might be open if he can't get this job together. Right. And Doobie being Doobie, he talked a lot of shit on the way out. You know? Sure did. He, he made he made a lot of enemies. He kind of can't help himself. <laughs> Impulse control so is not one of his trends. So the second person is like some woman in curlers who's like, you know, uh, also just shuts the door on him. Uh, the, the third person is a woman with lemonade and he does his first successful job. And that's encouraging. There are no words. It's it's another musical montage. It's like, oh, well, with, fine. With and it's like it's almost <laughs> like it's almost like got this like softening. It's like a, a vignette around the scene. Yeah. It's very it's very montagey. It's beautiful. And it's just happy and glorious. Uh the fourth person is a preacher who was holding his copy of the Bible in his hand so that you know that he's a preacher. And he's like, These are some bold ass roaches. And the Lord don't like bold roaches or bold anything, Leviticus, whatever. Uh, but the fifth person is Dama de Rojas. Or Rojo, excuse me. Uh, which, you know, with a little bit of Spanish, I know what that means. But uh, Doobie does not, despite living in Dallas. Uh, and it turns out to be... Huh? Is that what Doobie says? Something like, um, oh, De Rosa. De Rosa. She sounds Mexican. Probably got as many roaches as black folks. That is exactly that point, yes. Uh, I'm, all, I'm all about stacking this cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but it's I want to do a crime-fighting movie with, like, me... And uh, what's his name? Garrick Thomas. Oh, and you guys are like, you guys are like unlikely partners. And yeah, you yeah, come yeah. Together and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it turns out we were really likely likely partners because we're both super <laughs> stupid. But the other person <laughs> doesn't realize it. You're you're just smart enough to keep you know keep helping each other along. Yeah, 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 bit yeah, by yeah, bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, the, I know you're joking, but I will start. The GoFundMe oh. for that right now. Yes. Garrick, uh, find us on Instagram at Cash Grab Cinema. <laughs> oh. But yes. Let's get, let's get to work. So, so yeah, it's a total ruse. It's, this is actually Sabrina. Yes. Um, funny the thing voodoo Tentress. The voodoo Oh, tentress. my God. It's interesting that, that uh, it seems like Victor, one of the trademarks of, of Victor is that he, he has very, um, very obvious names for people. You yes. know, Doobie is Doobie. Um, Sabrina. Do, you know, Doobie, like, it clearly seems like pot. He's kind of, like, yeah. dense, but a good-natured fella. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, Sabrina, she... she Sabrina dabbles, the she, Teenage Witch. She dabbles in witchcraft. Yep. There you go. <laughs> and what's weird is... When he comes in the door, he's like, oh, hell no. He tries to leave, and the door shuts by itself. I did not catch that until the second time I watched it, and I was like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) But don't worry, uh, Sabrina's there. Uh, I think she also has on another crocheted beret, which is the same color as her outfit. 
she does this like two or three times other times in the movie I was like okay I, di- I dig it you have a uniform I love it but the, she the, the, the outfits in the movie definitely scream we didn't actually buy any uh, costumes or anything like that you know no wardrobe on set mm-mm Tracy brought his own trumpet to, to that sex role play. Yes, he did. For sure. And don't you worry about why he already had that. I'm sure it was I'm sure it was coitus related. That wasn't an operational trumpet. Yes, that was the joke. So Sabrina has Lord Doobie here with a very dubious plan. Thanks. So he gets to to spraying around her kitchen, and Sabrina pulls out her phone and calls Doobie's girlfriend Nikki, and they have one of those Three's Company style conversations where everything is a double entendre. <laughs> Are you gonna like, use that long rod? Yeah, uh, probably in a little bit. Just got to see what I'm working with before I spray. And where are you going to put it? Well, I'll probably, like, put it over there in the corner before I'm finished. Uh, but I'm going to get it everywhere eventually. Don't you worry. Doobie runs out of chemicals, so he has to go back out to uh, his car. And Sabrina takes this moment to fill up a glass full of Tropicana with the pulp and add in some of her special voodoo powder into the mixture. Because <laughs> it's already said she's from, she's from New Orleans. Sorry, knowledge. My question is, how often do you actually have someone come over to your house to mm-hmm. do a job and then offer them an already open poured glass of orange juice in the middle. Like, I just, that's the weirdest drink in my mind to offer someone. Like, here, have some orange juice. But it's not. Right. (laughs) Why wouldn't it be like water or a closed beverage with a lid? No, no, no. This is special because she knows it's his favorite. And before he comes back, she says this spell. Muddle, muddle, spirits huddle, double the man's trouble, and conspire with thee until Doobie's love returns to me. Is it muddle, muddle, for real? Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh my god. Sure is. I checked the caption. (laughs) Which is terrible, by the way, for this movie. I imagine it is. I was about to say, there's captions for this? Wait a minute, Doobie. I feel like this is, again, to bring up a Futurama joke. It's Victor got to the end of it. He's like, well, it took me an hour to write it. I thought it would take an hour to read it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Doobie comes back. He drinks it all down in one gulp. Uh, Sabrina leaves to go write him a check. He knocks over the towel, the, the voodoo powder. He puts most of it in the sink, but for some reason, scoop some of it into his uh, extermination tank. For some reason. It's so weird. Sabrina comes back. No, don't you worry about why. <laughs> she says, hey, uh, here's half. 
I'll pay you the other half after you've been mind raped. And he's like, what? He was like, oh, I'll uh, pay you the other half after you get your chemical straight. I was like, oh, well, this is being much more straightforward about lo- what love potion is than uh, love potion number nine. So, again, yeah, true. intentionally problematic. Not okay, <laughs> but on purpose. <laughs> Duly and goes home. choices have to be made, and that one was. Yeah. So, we're almost at the at the... At the movie's promise. Because we've had My Texas. God. We've had voodoo. Yep. But we time. were missing one key ingredient. Those fucking zombies. Doobie gets home. Uh, he tries to invite over his girlfriend, but she's mad at him because Sabrina's plan works. So uh, he falls asleep, wakes up, and decides he's going to throw a party. And with no good house party is complete without being dipped. Exactly. Doobie knows how to throw a good time. Does he? He was probably planning, you know, he was, he was looking for an opportunity like this the whole time he was, he was locked up. He, he was just like, I'm going to throw a house party. It's going to be great. I'm going to make that bean dip. Unfortunately, while he's making the bean dip, he oh also... Oh, my God. Trey, does tragedy strike? It does. Oh, Lord. He unintentionally knocks in the roast begun and the rat poison and the voodoo powder all <laughs> into the bean dip. <laughs> What's funny about this? The poison boiled, so I thought it was going to be okay. (laughs) He he does this in the most conspicuous way. Like, it seems so terribly unlikely that any of this could have happened. If it weren't for him, like, placing things conspicuously right where they could fall in to the pan. But... (laughs) I'm cleaning up my poisons for the day. Let me just put them right here over my foodstuffs where I normally put them. Safety first. Oh, and uh, what kind of exterminator is he? In his liquid pump thing, he -hmm. combines rat poison with the regular liquid bug poison that he has. Oh, what kind of exterminator is he? A guy who became an exterminator 35 minutes ago. Yeah. (laughs) He learned how to be an exterminator at an open carry class, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Um... He talks about this later. He's explaining what happened to, to Kenya and, and Tracy. But the way that he describes it, he was just like, well, I saw the poison go in, but it was boiling, so I thought it'd boil off. <laughs> it, re- it reminds me. So, so as you know, uh, I, I, was, I was in the Army. I was a cook. And during my second deployment, we were in this fairly rural area in Iraq. And... We, uh, we had a dining facility there. It was really big, and we cooked for lots and lots of people. One morning, we came in, and the doors, the, the big, giant barn doors that we had for the defect uh, shut Sorry, Sorry for anyone who's ate at a defect as he finishes this story. Right. right. Um, but we had trouble, like, shutting these doors. We came in one morning, and some feral cats from the local mm-hmm. village had broken in and were uh, chopping on some ground beef that we were going to be, uh, that we had planned to cook and serve that day. I like how you describe it as the cat's broken, like, dun, 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 meow. There were these really tiny ropes hanging from the ceiling. It was crazy. Yeah. So, um, so they were chewing on this, and we were just like, oh, we got, you know, we politely shooed the cats outside and all that, and, and we were just like, well, shit, we got to throw away all this meat because... 
you know, these possibly diseased cats have been eating on this meat. Possibly. And then, and right. then a sergeant bust down the door and went, all right, now what's happening? <laughs> really, the cats, these diseased cats are eating the meat. we got to throw it out. He was like, we ain't throwing that out. That's a bunch of less expensive meat. You'll, you'll cook off. <laughs> and so... Oh. And so I proceeded to uh, make this dish. It was very popular in the army. It's called yakisoba. Um, it's just spaghetti. Ooh, yeah. It's, it's it is Asian spaghetti, and um, and it calls for soy sauce. I put so much fucking soy sauce in this recipe that it was so salty that it was basically impossible to eat. It was the only way because I was still I was forced to serve this this diseased meat. And so. that's how Josh protected the people. That's with right. Salt. Much like McDonald's does. You know what? They, they warn you it's unhealthy before and from, you eat it. And from now on, I call I call that particular meal, instead of yakisoba, it's yakimyalba. <laughs> and that's how you get zombies. And that's how you get zombies. <laughs> you could have been there in a war zone, zombie outbreak. What do you do? I mean, we do all have guns, so I guess that, that, that's, that's the, fucking Well... <laughs> I mean, you didn't need the those for these particular zombies, but we'll we'll, we'll get there pretty soon. Oh God! Uh, but yeah, Josh, um, you did a good thing. Thank you. You did good. You did your best under the circumstances. Up top. Can we do a Zoom high five? Zoom high five. Zoom high five. Clap. Yeah. I still feel like I'm there. This is great. One day you will be Trey. One day. If I have to duct tape mask the people's faces. <laughs> you promise? My God, yes. All right. It's a date. So, Doobie is throwing a house party. Woo, Doobie! <laughs> and all of our favorite cast of characters are here, okay? We got, we got, we got Leo Lyons shows up. All right. M- much to Doobie's chagrin. Uh, uh, Pookie is there, the previously unannounced character who is just here now. Yep, uh, Ray Ray. Ray Ray as well. Uh, also... Do you you feel like the reason Victor went through all this trouble to introduce us to all these characters is just for this party? Yes. And also because... Just so we would know the people at the party? Well, they also all play zombies later, so... I mean, I, that's fair. Maybe introduce me to two or three, but I don't need to know literally everyone there. Dude, I'm not gonna ca- <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not going to care about an extra who turns into a zombie. But if it's, if it's Pookie or Ray Ray, you know, we've already established a relationship with them. You're a liar. Was Chi-Town there? <laughs> was Chi-Town there or was he, was he fucking a dead body at that point? That's Chi-Town uh, comes later. Uh, but you know who is there? Zaza. Uh, Zaza is part of a, a part that we skipped over when Doobie and Nikki go to see a, a tarot card reader. Oh, God, oh my yes. God, yes. Priestess Prajean. I really thought that was also going to be the zombie part. Like, all so right, did I. Here we go. Something's going to happen. He's going to be put into a trance and right. something. Or he's going to offend this lady by saying something shitty because he says a lot of stupid stuff. She'll put a curse on him. Yeah. But, and uh, that didn't happen. No. She even predicts a disaster in their relationship that also does not come to, to pass at all. No, but, no, no. But Doobie doesn't like what he hears, so he tries to run out. And Zaza 
is her bodyguard. <laughs> Zaza shows up to the party later. He was like, and dude was like, hey, why do they call you Zaza, man? He was like, is that is that because uh, you look like a bear? He was like, no, I used to be a bear in my previous uh, incarnation. Oh <laughs> yes. Gosh. Oh, why? Zaza is also, like, uh, large man number five. There are, there were a lot of giants in this movie. Yes, there yes. is. I didn't mind. No. no I didn't, didn't mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sabrina shows up in another uh, very bright ensemble. I think this one's orange. Also with the matching crochet beanie. <laughs> She leads a Girl Scout troop. <laughs> <laughs> they are very fashionable. Just imagine Troop Beverly Hills. I was Dallas. just gonna. <laughs> Y'all know I love that movie. Yes. I love that movie. The movie's incredible. It is. I miss it. Uh, but uh, he takes her into his room, uh, but you know nothing happens because he's a stand-up guy. Yeah, because Doobie's an idiot, though. He's just mm-hmm. like, how can I put myself in a position that will make my girlfriend not twist? Trust me, I know. I'll do all of these things. I'll just get into a prone position with this girl who used to be my girlfriend. What could go wrong? Yeah. And he, they go into the bedroom, and she basically says, "All right, listen, if you don't." bang me i'm gonna tell nikki that you banged me (laughs) and doobie in a moment of clarity he actually questions this you know it's just like wait a second (laughs) this doesn't make any sense but he still seems kind of like he's gonna go through with it kind (laughs) of but luckily he notices he hears no sound there's no sound there's no no sounds of any party at all. He goes out. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I made the bean dip. People, <laughs> people should be partying hard right about now. <laughs> and he goes out and everyone's asleep. He was like, oh, Lord, I killed everybody. Look, Sabrina, get out of here. You didn't see anything. <laughs> but somehow when he comes back in, no one's there. Right. Oh, wait, no, because his parole officer shows up once again. Yep. It was like, what are you heard doing? There was a, Do you... Heard there was a really rocking party down here. Came to check it out. <laughs> if I open that Doobie. door and there's any, like, bud being passed, <laughs> you're toast, brother. <laughs> but luckily when they walk in, no one's there at all. And yeah. Doobie narrowly escapes responsibility for his actions once again. Um, and then, and then, in a really weird moment, because, okay, and then before the parole officer leaves, he's like, "Hey, Doobie, hook me up with some of that bean dip." Now, What's with now, bean dip? now, this is an indication for this is. I think this is almost subtle, but I can't believe that there's anything this subtle in the movie. But it's almost like foreshadowing for what what we find out later. But how the hell? Maybe the PO heard about that there was a party going on. How do they hear about Doobie's famous? Bean dip. Because then he said, like, now before I go, I need to get some of that bean you, dip. You don't think people are on Twitter right now, like, the bean dip is here, it's bean dip time. Bean dip <laughs> is popping. Hashtag <laughs> bean dip so lit. Hashtag doobies beans. 
okay? Like, <laughs> of course he knows about it. Duh. City of Dallas to rename April 15th Bean Dip Day. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful time had by all. No, 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 specifically Doobie's Bean Dip Day. <laughs> Doobie Day. It's Doobie. Uh, that would be a little different. It's DB. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he gets the Bean Dip, he leaves, and then Doobie's like, well, it sure is a good thing there's nobody, there's, there aren't these dead bodies here anymore. Better clean up before my sister comes home. <laughs> no, I'm not going to question anything that's just happened. Nope. <laughs> Cleaning up. Also, another subplot that we did not mention Doobie and Kenya's so parents dead. are missing. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> they went on vacation in Jamaica, and they've been gone for nine months. They were in some sort of boat crash, and the Jamaican authorities are like, well, we've stopped looking, so <laughs> your parents are probably dead. Also, I want you to know they tell you this in that exact way. Like, oh, Yeah, that's, a, that's a... <laughs> Look, Doobie, they've been gone for nine months now. It's time to let them go. Yeah, I guess just like when they went missing in Jamaica, I'm just not ready for it yet. But but during the party, before everybody uh, dies, uh, during the party, one of my favorite gags in the movie is that they use the, uh, the yes! parents on the wall. It's a very like Mel Brooks like sort of joke where depending on what's happening in front of the picture, the picture changes and it's different. And there's one where, like, the dad's checking out some, uh, like, a, a lady's ass, and the mom is looking disapprovingly at him. And another one where they look, like, really scared. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I think that was I, the actually, best gag in the movie. Yeah, I, love, I really like that love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So what, all right, what next? <laughs> and whose real parents do we think that is, by the way? Because those, they, I would say the mom and the dad are also too wholesome and cute to be actors. Yes. I, I agree. That, I hope that they're Victor's real parents. Although they seem like they'd be they're too young for that. Yeah. They they seem Ma- like the same age as Victor. Yeah. So I don't think that's it. But yeah, they're they're too cute to not be someone's parents. Victor could be a Wonderkins for all we know, you know? He could be he could be in his just in his mid thirties by now. Have He's you not. Seen, you yeah, you have <laughs> not seen a picture of him. If that if that man is in his thirties he has lit a hard life. <laughs> In fact, uh, just based on his very unique last name, I think one of his kids is in the movie. Oh, really? Yes. So, in the next part coming up, we were, like, introduced to this woman named Miss Gwen with, like, three kids. Oh, yes. Yes. And, oh, uh, yeah, the three boys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In another scene that was just like, well, all right, sure, why not? And they, they were all lusting after Kenya as she... Yes, yeah, as yeah. she walks away in her pencil skirt, which, you know, good on her. But Miss Gwen was like, I will not tolerate you objectifying this woman. Get down here and give me some push-ups. You will respect women right. and also work on your lats at the same time. <laughs> So later on in the movie, we see all three boys in the in a room taking some sort of buzz qu- Buzzfeed quiz about zombies. Like, so if you see zombies, what do you do? Do you a shoot them in the head, b run away, or c do the thriller dance? And then a zombie just happens to uh, shuffle right past their <laughs> door, and they all start doing the thriller dance very slowly, all while keeping their eyes on him, which is smart. And the zombie mo- moseys right on along. Yeah, it's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to eat them. They're already zombies. 
And now Mind we know. You. Now we know what to do. Yeah, do this earlier. This is our first zombie sighting, and we are an hour and seven minutes into the movie. <laughs> and it's not even... And it's such a... <laughs> It's, it's such like a side, you know, a, a side mention of, yep, there's zombies. I guess that happens in movies. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just, I'm beleaguered by this movie in a way. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh. So Kenya and Tracy come back to the house. Yep. They're, and they're, then this, the zombies start showing up. Uh, Tracy shoots one with a shotgun and Kenya beats one to death with her bare hands. Which makes me go like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> These aren't an actual real threat. <laughs> <laughs> they sort of have ample time, maybe not in this scene, but definitely in other scenes, to, to actually bite people. And you think it's going to happen, and they just, they don't. They don't really bite people at all. No. Or that much. They don't bite. They don't scratch. I also think that these aren't the kind of zombies that, like, these zombies work differently. Right. Well, they're, they're only chili consu- or sorry bean dip consuming. Well, they have to zombies. work differently because they definitely don't have the budget to show you someone changing into a zombie. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. And that does not happen at all. No, it's just it everyone everyone who ate the bean dip turned into uh, a flesh eater. There it is. And that's yep. it. Cut and dry. But but what's interesting is so the uh, so when Kenya and Tracy come home, they're really proud of uh, doobie for not throwing a party and having the house clean and all that. They put some steaks out on the grill, and then when they realize because the steaks disappear, that's when they find out about zombies. But then, like Tracy zombies, jumps straight into action. Why would zombies want steaks? I don't know. But I guess because they weren't cooked too much yet, so it's still raw. <laughs> that's it. It's for the blood. You're so generous. <laughs> but, but I like, am. Tra- Tracy, he he jumps straight into action. He knows what to do, and he's like. Get every single knife, get all this stuff, get these supplies, look for weapons. And there's this sort of short montage where they're doing all that. They're pulling they have, all the weapons out. They pull all their weapons out. They have a sigh, like yes. Raphael from Ninja Turtles. They have a sigh in their kitchen drawer. It's incredible. No one calls any attention to it. It's just there. I was like, wow, I, I, I love this. I also feel like that was Tracy. like, just bring whatever weapons you have from home. And they're like, okay. Well, a couple years ago, I was at a flea market and picked this up. <laughs> picked up this baby. No, he definitely got that at Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, he definitely, no, no, no. He definitely ordered it from those guys on QVC. <laughs> we oh, might need emergency surgery in the studio. That, they got, what is that, the cold steel? Cold steel. <laughs> from cold steel. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were up really late at night, very drunk, and they were like, yeah. But I might want to, like, cut into a full pig sometime. And then, just... like, that's exactly what's happening. There's like, Somebody's cutting into a whole pig, and he's like, holy shit, I'm going to get that, take it to a barbecue, and look like a badass. <laughs> <laughs> and then it came in the mail, and they were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, God. Marvel Minute. This wasn't put in at the end because I forgot about it. How dare you? That accusation stings. Okay. Marvel Minute was not forgotten. I plan to do it like this the whole time. Out the gate, pretty defensive. (laughs) I'm so offended that you noticed that I was lying. (laughs) It hurts. 
We watch, I watched Blade 2. Josh watched it too. Blade 2, y'all. Yeah, hey, Blade 2. Yeah. So, like, you know, I was talking about how Blade 1 is amazing and, like, T'Challa's great and all, but I feel really cheated for Blade because Blade had the honor of being the first Marvel major superstar, right? Yeah, sure. I get it. I get why people pretended to forget about Blade because they watched Blade 2 and they're like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> A lot of a lot of weird, weird choices in that movie. Mm, face opening vampires. All I know is, and I didn't know it was a Del Toro joint until yeah. the end. And I was thinking, whoever made this movie freaking loves B movie horror because there's some B movie horror in here. Yeah, yeah, it's some some delightful B movie horror. It's great. Anyways, watch Blade One, skip Blade Two, but Blade Two has the cat from Red Dwarf. So what do you do? Watch Blade Two. That's what you do. I was totally shocked when I saw Danny John Jules. <laughs> he he was wearing a mask, a mask that looked a lot like the fish from. Um... How dare you take the point that I made while we were watching? This? I'm saying I'm you mentioning it in passing. This casual minute is over. So. That's when they start fighting zombies. <laughs> <laughs> and Tracy's badass. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kenny's like, pretty badass. I like how Tracy's just yeah. like, I've been training for this my whole fucking life. <laughs> yeah. The only, the only person who's not badass. He gives like badass, a rallying speech. He did. <laughs> the only person who's not badass is Doobie. Doobie yeah. is Come like, on. he's perpetually he's worthless. So, he's so soft. Look at him. <laughs> he is. He is he a is. soft motherfucker. Lover, he, lover he, not a fighter. He got winded earlier in the movie trying to, like, dance sexily with his girlfriend. <laughs> For, like, 15 <laughs> seconds. It was not... I was worried about him. Yeah. She was gassing him up. She was like, yeah, go Doobie. It's your birthday. Go Doobie. And then he, like, passed out. Although we learn later that Doobie has asthma. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, Another just special detail, uh, so which reality, really fleshes out this 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 world. In reality, when he didn't, couldn't hang at that construction job, yes, it's because he's one soft motherfucker, but mm-hmm. also, you know, all that dust and his asthma that, that yeah. doesn't go well together. Yeah. That's a legitimate ex- uh, like. That's a reason, not an yeah. excuse. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Poor Doobie. So we're not only <laughs> we're not only making fun of homosexuals. We're not only uh, being racist. We're also uh, making fun of people's disabilities. That's what this movie brought to us. Thanks, Victor. Thanks, Vi- <laughs> thank you, Victor. <laughs> Amazing. What well, what was that accent? Uh, oh, from Futurama also from again. Futurama. There's a car. <laughs> the there's, car a, yes. there's a car salesman named Victor, and he says, "Yes, no dog food for Victor tonight." <laughs> <laughs> so uh this uh this zombie portion <laughs> is uh, that weird like it's, <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a boring afterthought that's exactly what it is it's like it's not even a serving it's a portion here's a small little sliver of zombie to go with your meal i wrote a check for zombies i gotta cash it at some point <laughs> But yeah, K- Kenya, Tracy, and Doobie are riding around their neighborhood in an SUV, just spotting whatever zombie they can and like attacking that motherfucker and bringing <laughs> and, them down. And I mean, honestly, you couldn't find more people. The no. amount of zombies was pathetic. There are so many community colleges everywhere. It would have been so easy to get some kids at a community college to dress up like zombies 
and like I'm not gonna pay you, but you'll be in this movie and it'll be fun. Oh. You could have fucking found. Oh, them. oh, contraire. We have just established that the only zombies are the zombies what ate the bean dip. No, so, that's not true. There so, are some zombies in out this there. universe. No. They're looking specifically no. for the no. twelve people <laughs> that no. showed up at Doobie's party. Because there are people who did not go to the party, who did not eat bean dip, who are zombies now for some reason. Well, as we'll learn in a few minutes, none of this matters. But <laughs> Oh Lord, does none of it matter. But okay, so they're going around. It should have just There's been called some... Texas Voodoo. Like, honestly. That would still be misleading. Victor. Texas voodoo bean dip. Victor, I have so many questions. Who, who hurt you? What's your problem with bean dip? Have you, have you moved on in life? Like, what's happening? Where's the oh, damn website? I'm, <laughs> I'm hurting. So this is where we get some, shall we say, underwhelming action scenes. Um Let's let's talk about these fight scenes just for a minute because That's they are sure. yeah less on on every level on every single level sound design uh-huh. cinematography the weirdest cuts editing like the weirdest yeah. edits are happening like like there's a scene, there's a scene where a zombie comes up to Tracy he sort of in like in real life slow mo like has this you know like brings this weapon down to the zombie's chest I guess. And then there's a jump cut to him in the exact same position. So does that mean that they started that and that's one take and they just cut, they spliced in a separate take of the same action? That's exactly right. It makes no sense. Josh, they only paid that editor for 90 minutes, so they had to work fast. (laughs) So... um, but I mean, and forty-five minutes in, my man was bored. The the hand-to-hand combat, just, like at no point, none of this was like, no, it wasn't actually choreographed. It was just no. like, all right, no, no, no. What can you no, do? No, can no. you do a sort of high up kick? Oh, that's nice. All right, cool. That's nice that you think he even asked them. <laughs> he was just like, all right, and Kenya, you fight this zombie, and she's like, what? We want this. <laughs> we want this to look really, really natural. So the zombie's just gonna come after you. What the hell? Do what you do. Uh, I'll kick him in the face, I guess. And then, and so that's just like the fighting portion of it. But let's talk about weapons. Oh, I was going to say, can we talk about the zombie noises and like the zombie faces? Why didn't they just turn on the water hose and wash it off? <laughs> <laughs> zombies cured. I'm just saying, there are so many, so many good makeup YouTube tutorials online. Yeah. Like... For Halloween, the kid wanted to be a cat from Breaking Cat News, uh, and the one he wanted to be was a white cat. I don't know if you've ever tried to draw a white cat on someone's face. That's super hard to do. But there is, like, hundreds of YouTube tutorials from people who are really into the musical Cats showing you how to do cat makeup. I watched, like, four of them, did a pretty decent job. Why didn't Victor watch any of these videos? Thirty-two thousand dollars. Right. I mean, that's not a shoestring budget. That is an aglet budget. <laughs> yeah. So my story about the cats thing goes to the. Oh wa- yeah. The Walking Dead has been on air for years. There's got to be plenty of people cosplaying the Walking Dead, thus making tutorials on YouTube teaching you how to do the makeup. Why didn't you just watch any of those? 
I understand you don't have a lot of budget, but you could still research and try beyond like slapping some dollar store makeup on someone's face. Maybe it's, well, a, maybe it's a creative choice. Yes. No. no. God. Yes. No. The makeup is supposed to mirror the powder that was used to create them in the first place. In, no, incorrect. I love it. <laughs> it's like they're, they're, it's, they're secreting the powder. Oh, God. You guys are too generous. <laughs> That's what grad school does. It makes you real good at the bullshit. So... So, okay, so there's a lot of fighting, yeah. and then... Uh, and I'm going to air quote the words fighting, fighting even though yeah. no one can see it. Uh, Kenya and Tracy, uh, sorry, Kenya and um, Doobie, they sort of like, they're, they're tag team, teaming a couple of zombies, and they look over, Tracy's down. Tracy's yeah. down. Tracy, no! And no! None of this matters! <laughs> Thanks, and, Sylvia Plath. <laughs> when you think about it, you're all done. Honestly, anytime somebody says doobie, I want to go doobie. <laughs> so I've really been holding that in. I've only done it twice, I think. Um, I appreciate your restraint. Thank you. It was hard. It is hard, even still. Tracy's hurt, and there is a very dramatic, very heartfelt scene between yes. Tracy, where Tracy, like, he's okay. Um, he is. And even if he's been bitten, it doesn't matter because it all came from the bean dip anyway. But he's had a realization that he can't live his life without Kenya. Because before, even though it was only briefly mentioned for, I think, it's, again, throwaway lines once or twice, um, that maybe Tracy's not ready to commit with marriage. But in that moment. Well, also, Kenya said that she wasn't ready either. She was like, that's not, we're, we're not in that space yet. Right. And he's like, well, this has decided it for both of us. Yeah. yeah. Now that we've faced near death, we're married. And it would have been funnier if she said no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, you just got bit by a zombie. You're going to turn into a zombie, obviously. I've seen movies. I know what happens next. Then can't she do him the, ki- the dying kindness of saying yes before he turns? And she has to beat him to death with a golf club or whatever. I'm just saying, isn't honesty always the best policy? She, she says yes, he turns into a zombie, and then when she when he does, she picks up the shotgun and she says, Till death do us part. <laughs> uh, it would have been funnier if, <clears throat> if it was till death. <laughs> <laughs> We did it. <laughs> I saw a hilarious YouTube video, which is about how people think guns work based off of movies. And it's just some guy going, what you doing on my land? And it cuts to the other guy like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just hiking. Cuts back to. <laughs> <laughs> cuts, back cuts back to the other guy again. Like, you're sure wasting a lot of shells. And then just. <laughs> 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 uh. Uh, we forgot to mention that during all this zombie fighting, um, we sort of get a uh, almost like a, a, a wonderful parade of yes. uh, former characters. 
that interact with Doobie, so... Uh, old, the lemonade lady the lemonade comes lady, back up and gives him a glass. Um, yeah. That, the, 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 the old white man who has the, the hots for Doobie, yeah. who's wearing a I love Doobie tank top. Oh, yeah. And he's learned how to twerk, yo. He's he learned how to back it on up. He spent all the Doobie time. still says no. I, don't, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? He looks like... Uh, he was definitely on YouTube watching some twerking tutorials. Yeah. And, and for context, this, this person looks like uh, the Sons of Anarchy version yes. of Santa Claus. Yes, yes, he does. That's on point. Mm-hmm. And Doobie's like, you know, not to, not, not tonight. There's a lot going on already. I just, this is the last thing I need. Uh, but okay, so after all the the, the marriage. Proposal, oh, also Shy Town. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yes. Okay, Trey. All right. So yes. In addition, we see Shy Town go. <sighs> they run to Shy Town like Shy Town. Are you okay? He's like. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, zombies are popping up all over the place. Uh, you know, I got me one right here. And they're like, well, what are you going to do with her? And he says, everything. Oh, <laughs> oh I tell And no. that's the point where I was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> you know what? This, Vin- is really, this is really testing the limits of my commitment here because I, I, I don't. Victor is setting up. A fucking, a, a fucking Marvel-style universe, and there's uh, going to be a Shytown spinoff. There's I gonna reject be a, this. There's going to be a Shytown spinoff, and it's going to be like Saw. Imagine that this is a, like a Marvel universe, and there's going to be, like, Shytown's going to have a spinoff movie. No, thank you. And it's going to be like Saw. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Saw with dicks. Like, ew. No. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, Shytown. Shytown's going to make that movie just for him. Ugh. It's almost like Chi-Town only exists so that every other character looks better by comparison. You know what I mean? Or Victor's exercising some disgusting demons. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't so, want to read those books. So, so after the proposal, um, we have a very interesting scene uh, where uh, Doobie is being interviewed on the nightly news, local news, mm-hmm. um, as a hero. Does and, that... Does anybody else get the vibes from that? Uh, anybody else see the leprechaun say, "Yeah"? Do you remember that? <laughs> what is that? There it was, was a on news the. Story. It was on the actual news. They a few people thought they saw a leprechaun. Clearly, it's one person thought they saw a leprechaun, and everybody else thought, "I'm gonna get on the news." Yeah. By pretending ah. to have seen this leprechaun. And, okay. some, and some guy in this group of people says, like, he's, you just by looking at him, you know he does not believe this. He's just, like, mm-hmm. fucking with them and having a great time. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I saw the leprechaun. Anybody else see the leprechaun? You see the leprechaun? Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he and Pill did a, uh, a, a parody sketch about this where it was, like, a couple of newscasters. And they're local news people. They're like, there's nothing really going on. And he was just like, watch this. Check this out. <laughs> Logs over to a guy. It's like, what do you think of the reports that there's been a leprechaun, or sorry, a unicorn sighting in the uh, in the neighborhood? And <laughs> right away, he's like, yeah, I saw a leprechaun. I'm going to be on the news. I saw a leprechaun. Unicorn. Or, or unicorn. <laughs> ah, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. 
like this one guy was like getting dressed for his business job and he's like, oh, I want to be on the news. It goes inside takes his business clothes off, comes out in really disheveled clothes. Like, yeah, it's all unicorn. Yeah. The uh, the actual one, the, the leprechaun story, there was an amazing guy they uh, they interviewed who it, said, like, well, you know, my, my ancestors are uh, uh, are Irish, and, uh, you okay, know, and again, I got special whistles again, to disable clearly, leprechauns. Clearly this guy is just fucking with them. <laughs> I just came out to help out, you know. <laughs> he brought his leprechaun whistles. <laughs> On the one person. Oh, God, and then the, the drawing, yeah. the artist's rendering of the leprechaun. Jesus Christ, you got to look it up. It's a, it's unbelievable. I will. Ooh. I'm going to put that on my homework list. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, this uh, this scene is clearly reminiscent of all those things. Um, the the marquee at the bottom says "Zombie Hood Apocalypse," <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> also, Miss Nancy uh, is in the background. Yes. Miss Nancy is, <laughs> or Miss Nosy. Mm. That's my other second favorite running guy. <laughs> Miss Nancy remind in that one where she's like behind the person but trying to be on camera, she yes. really reminds me of the lady from Kung Fu Hustle. Oh yeah, yeah. Also smoking with a bonnet on. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Cigarette always hanging out the corner of her mouth. Yeah. And, and, and not a real cigarette. Yeah, the cigarette Nancy was smoking was definitely not real. It was one of those cigarettes that you would get at like a carnival or like a like a county fair. Yeah. That's that's that has like, like it's got something in it. It makes it look like it's glowing. Yeah. They did the exact same thing with the with the uh, uh, was it Pookie that was smoking a joint with a, with with a girl yes. on the couch. Yeah. And same sort of thing. Like it was very clear that whatever that was was not actually burning. It was there was no smoke. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's this. So there's a weird scene, and um, and then the reporter's just like. Uh, hey, so Doobie, you know, this this story has book deal written all over it. I'm talking film rights, and I want How in. would she know? And so then he gets her number, right? And he's mm-hmm. celebrating. Because she's like, I want to play Nikki. <laughs> Even though she is not a very important part of this story. <laughs> she wasn't paying attention. I, want, I really hope to undervalue myself. <laughs> so, smash cut to... Uh, Doobie's at home in bed and he's about to get with Sabrina and he's like he's talking to Sabrina mm-hmm. Yeah. but then Nikki's he, in the he door he pulls out his clarinet because he's learning some, some sex positivity lessons from his sister and he's expanding his horizons but <laughs> with the clarinet it's just mm-hmm. like alright I'm Woody Allen <laughs> I'll stop there yeah yeah Anywho, <laughs> 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 who else plays a clarinet? <laughs> I don't know. When I think of clarinet, I think of like. Uh, mm. Who's that one guy my mom likes? That's. Uh, Sufjan Stevens? No. Um, Kenny G? Kenny yeah. G. <laughs> he plays a soprano saxophone, not a clarinet. Oh, okay. Still a woodwind. Pretty close. Like, the fingering's pretty pretty close. Really, Josh? That is a musical term. You know what? You're so You're un- in timeout, you're all right? You're so uncultured. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
just so uncultured. Anyways, back to this Texas voodoo zombie. <laughs> so he's, he's in bed. He's calling out for Sabrina like they're going to have sex. And then Nikki's in the door. But Sabrina, she's turning into a zombie or she's full on zombie. But she's like, I ate some of the bean dip. <laughs> <laughs> and she hops on top of him. And Nikki shoots her dead. Saving Doobie's life. And but don't worry, none of that matters because it was a freaking dream. <laughs> and his parents are back from Jamaica. Yes. Why? Because why not? So he's flailing while he wakes up. Yeah, and his mom's there. His dad's there. There's some very quick exposition where they explain where the hell they've been this whole time. <laughs> his dad, like Midnight Express, his dad tries to smuggle out some pot from. <laughs> from Jamaica, they get caught, and they end up spending nine months in Jamaican prison. Which, <laughs> they also survived a boat crash. Like, that that part was also real. Yeah. They were on, they survived their boat crash, were on their way home, but they got caught for that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, so Doobie obviously takes out for his father. Clearly. That's good writing. That's good <laughs> that's, writing. That's good writing. <laughs> it can never be... It'll never be simple. There'll always be one extra layer you did not ask for and you could have done without. <laughs> but you know what? Doobie has no time to absorb any of this or reunite with his parents because oh. the, the fitness most, competition is happening. It is the most important thing. Zombies, fuck it. Voodoo, <laughs> Texas, I don't care. Dance. Gym exercise video ten thousand dollar DVD is on the line. <laughs> no, not ten thousand. No, no, no. It's one thousand dollars. No, it's ten. It's, it's ten. Oh, it's ten. It's a ten thousand dollar DVD deal. Mm-hmm. And you know, I saw it on the giant check. And again, I really feel like Victor, like he hasn't grown. With the internet, in his mind, the internet exists in the 90s as an insular bubble, and maybe he doesn't realize YouTube is real. Um, So you could literally just put all these dance things that you want other people to do, again, on YouTube. But to him, the only way to share your craft is with a DVD deal. It's so strange. That's right. That's right. Well, that's how you know you've made it. Once no, you've hit the real, nursing home market. For real, he has a new book coming out. It's all called, what, like My Father's Son or something like that? Yes. You can get an autographed copy right now on his website. Really? Yeah. Don't tempt me. So I'm just saying maybe when you purchase that, you could write in the like additional description or like, do you have any add-ons or comments? you like, I actually don't want this book. Can you send me a copy of Texas Voodoo Zombie that you've autographed instead? Hell yes. I'm just saying. Do you think that's possible? I mean, maybe. But I don't know. It really depends on how much that book is. I ain't looking to spend a lot of money. Look, my birthday is very soon. I'm saying it on air. (laughs) You both heard it. Anyway. Take the hint. Anyways, if you want to help us produce more content that you enjoy so much or to get Trey this DVD (laughs) then feel free to throw a hat in on Venmo or Cash App we're on both at Cash Grab Cinema very nice Trey Trey needs support um, in this moment so I mean really 
the entire movie and everything it's been leading up to this it's the workout it's real, oh competition. My God. It's ridiculous. So I can't believe they kept the movie going for this. For that, yeah, it makes no god. It, it's it was in the scene like throughout the movie things have been kind of crazy and there have been somewhat cringy moments, but this it's I the was most just embarrassing like, thing I've ever witnessed. I was very embarrassed for everybody in these scenes. Uh, it's twenty two dollars and ninety five cents, Trey. Mm. <laughs> Any autographs? Yes. Mm. What if you put like a special message? Oh my god. If you would put a special message on it, it would be worth every single penny of that $22.95. But so, what what would the special message be? Sign this book in this Texas heat. Do I look Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, not that one. Not, not, not that. That's. <laughs> If he signs it with uh, Sabrina's uh, voodoo chant. <laughs> oh, that would be good. That would be good. That muddle, muddle, spirits huddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost said yeah, yeah, muddle, yeah. muddle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if it was like, um, some, to my serious, be, or wait, to my best friend, and I'm as serious as a hemorrhoid on a gay honeymoon. <laughs> I mean, I could never show anyone that I have it, but... You know what? When you're right, you're right. Like, uh, sometimes there's only one answer, and that was it. <laughs> oh, so the competition's ridiculous. Nikki's group wins, of course. I mean, and they're not of even course. doing anything. They're, they're just, like, barely oh, moving. They really and are. Then, and then let me be, be very clear. Nikki's group did not deserve to win. No, Sabrina's group was supremely unimpressive. They could not even squat like and put your 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 legs ninety degrees. Like they couldn't even do (laughs) that. They that was one of the first things I noticed. Like why aren't they bending their legs more? (laughs) And even with that, Nikki's group was so much worse. And two of the people in the group could not keep a straight face while they were doing the moves. No, they couldn't. And I was like, also, this is my favorite thing ever. Also, the moves were not, like, they weren't in sync. <laughs> we're like, step, clap, oh. step, clap, step, Often, clap, spin. Oftentimes, people in the same group would be doing different stuff. <laughs> but it's clear they meant to be doing the same thing. Also, Rachel made a good point while we were watching it where she's like, you know, usually they would, uh, if, you, if you're meant to, like, to move together and have, you know, like, sort of coordinated rhythm, they would play whatever music they were going to plan to play there. But it was very clear that the room was fucking silent while yes. they were doing all this. Because you hear, you hear all of the, the footsteps from a microphone very far away. And, <laughs> and it's just, it's uncomfortable. I mean, that's, that's an understatement. Yeah, it's but, great. Yeah, and the reporter from that previous scene was one of the judges. He was one of the judges. I'm just like fucking what? Why? In the reverse shot where they show all the judges, they are just so unnaturally smiling at mm-hmm. Nikki's group. Oh god. Yes. And I was like, wait, no, 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 no. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? What? What's happening? <laughs> 
so um... and it doesn't help that all right I'll, I'll say this there is a special sort of talent to be able to match the level of camp that's going on around you or yes. or to be able to like deliver a ridiculous dialogue yes mm-hmm. with with a straight face and like really bring it i will say that sabrina was a lot better at that than nikki was so at the end i was kind of like rooting for sabrina yeah because yeah because sabrina showed up she yeah she was she was really trying she she did her thing uh i i i will give her miss congeniality You know, she can't do a full squat, and that's okay. No, you know, she this can't. Is, not this, even this fucking, is not her day job. Not even fucking close can she get that damn squat. But um. she can deliver a a rhyme and made-up iambic pentameter and sell it and make it gold. And for that, I feel like that's real talent. It is. I can't do that. I can't right. do that. Right. So, Nikki's team wins. They get the giant Ed McMahon check. For ten thousand dollars, where did that check come from? Deals. How did they already? How did they already get that check? (laughs) How? I know. And uh, you know, Nikki goes over to gloat. She's like, "Yeah." I'm sorry, but I just found Victor McGloss. Is that how you say his last name? I found his Facebook page. Oh God! It's everything I've always wanted. Oh. Oh my god. Oh. <clears throat> this is his new book title. My father's son was too heavy for nor- for New York publishers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what it was. So I published it through uh Kinkos. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's just full of like boomer memes. <laughs> So yeah. Uh, it's so good. Uh, some of is it, there anything about Texas voodoo zombies? Mm, he is very silent. He always refers to it as a film. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's technically correct, and the best kind of correct is technically. So, oh, very true. Another Futurama reference. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens after that? Um, there's there's one well there's two more things. Yeah yeah there's a PS and that's fucking creepy well, shit. Well, one thing sets up a sequel that I want to see. Right. And that's that uh, Nikki who is familiar with Sabrina because they you know apparently go way back to Nolans. <laughs> was like did you did you try and dose Doobie? That is a serious crime. Ha, 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 ha. Back when we were in New Orleans, you had dudes thinking that they were seeing gremlins. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. And I was like, this cast with gremlins, give it to me now. I want it. Yeah. So you're talking about a prequel. Perfect. Yeah. All you need is Sabrina, too, because everybody else, I mean, it would be nice to have Doobie as well. Um, but, God. Yeah, that would be amazing. Okay. We can have a prequel. We don't know. She might have done this to Doobie while they were together. He doesn't remember. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What'd he, you see? What'd you mean? He shot a TV pilot. Where <sighs> is it? 
What is it? What's the show called? I don't know. He's deleted. He's deleted the actual video, so you can't see it. But he didn't delete the whole post because, oh. again, he doesn't understand how the internet works. Oh my god! Can we do the Wayback Machine? Can we find it? I'm. That's too bad. I'm gonna be dedicating my life to finding that. His kids gotta be like from that TikTok generation, like. Yeah, surely they can right. show him how to. Just do like Don Beveridge. Don Beveridge has some. Uh, Don Beveridge is like this uh, business motivational speaker, corporate seminar guy. Oh, it's and very funny stuff. He's Look it up hilarious. on the hilarious. Push the whopper button. And somebody in his family, could be a son, could be a, a grandson, honestly, by this t- point, uh, somebody has uploaded a lot of his videos on YouTube by the mm. name of, like, Noah Beveridge or something like that. He's writing a new movie called Backsliders. <gasps> I bet it's Christian. That's based. one of his books. Uh, well, yes, it's going to a movie script. It sounds very Christian. Yeah. Well, Backsliders. Oh, I famous. can't wait for that. Yes. Just more... Just more debauchery and <laughs> crazy sexuality from the mind okay, yeah. of Victor McLaughlin. I, I will say, if this man is uber Christian, I have met quite a few uber Christians that are disgusting in the, like how they talk about sex and stuff because they've never had any like formal sit downs like this is what's appropriate and da 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 da, and yeah, so they think about. like, oh, when they get to the an age where they feel like, or they get married or whatever, they've hit some arbitrary benchmark that they feel like they could talk about sex. It's just gross. Like the yeah. stuff they want to tell you, like, oh, shush, dude, shush. What's okay to share is, um, well, it's all okay. We're just gonna, we, we're just gonna share it all. Mo better blues? Sure. Necrophilia, sure. It's all the same. All the it same. isn't the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's all the These same, are different but things. oh my god. These are different things. Trey, we missed the book. We missed the book tour. Damn it. Damn it. Did he come anywhere near here? No, he didn't leave Texas. <laughs> well the Tri County book tour. <laughs> why why stray far from your base? I would have went to him, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sir, right. I, I'm. Sir, I have. i really, I have so many questions, sir. So I'm really questions. curious about like. Okay, so the ability to write a screenplay and to write prose is a very different skill. So I wonder if that is true. Given like how he's tried to push a lot of backstory into these characters, that is just very inconsequential. Like if he might actually be good at writing, yeah, right? He might be, yeah. Because I, I, I think. I think that may be where his actual talent lies. Right. So maybe we just need to get one of these books. In real And not life, only that, none of the books are sci-fi at all. No, no. They're either like, based off of the titles and the covers, they're either romance novels, mm-hmm. Christian novels, which those aren't mm-hmm. those aren't exclusive. It could be yeah. The, there's there's some crossover there, or they might fall into my favorite genre, the black erotic thriller. <laughs> nice. It does look like there. There's some of that. The the blackmail yeah. something. It, and then something like, like a few help self help books. Yeah. So. So that's yeah. why I'm 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 kind of curious. That's why I really wanted to know, like, why this movie? And yes. I cannot find anything in his 
public facing interviews or anything like that, which leads me to understand why. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. I don't, it's weird. Yeah, it seems it is. out of nowhere. Yes. Just way out of left field. Like, uh, you know what I want to write? Christian romance. Also, movie about zombies and necrophilia. <laughs> like, wait a minute, what? Are you backsliding, sir? Is I that... mean, it's more about the zombies and necrophilia. Oh, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> you better it's not. It's equally about zombies and necrophilia. They get about the same screen time. Yeah, you, you, better, not, right. you better not forget that uh, P.S. Because Sabrina's... Here's the point that doesn't make sense. So everything that went on with the zombies was a dream of doobies, right? Yes, yes. It was all it's a dream, all wrapped up. Just like the, the television show Dallas, yeah. incidentally. Uh, it was all a dream. So our PS in the movie is Chi-Town is mm-hmm. with his captured zombie. Yep. Named a, Chardonnay. Named Chardonnay, who is a zombie and who's in front of him. And he has this really creepy look on his face. And he has this, like, power drill. And I don't know what he's about to do. Oh, no. Yeah. But it's, it ain't it's good. a chainsaw, isn't it? I thought it was a drill. I don't know. Either it was a power tool of some sort. Either, it's not Amish approved. Yeah, either way, he's using a power tool to do yeah. sexy things to this person. Right. Who is a zombie? Who is a zombie? Yes. So, is did it happen? Are, are zombies a thing? But also, that... <laughs> did he just dream about getting the reporter's phone number? that was the fantasy (laughs) no of course not because in his fantasy Sabrina dies by Nikki's hand that doesn't actually happen so it makes no Mm -hmm. sense so you've created a whole fictional it's almost like that was shot in an earlier time when the script was different and then the script Mm -hmm. changed or maybe it I don't know maybe the script changed or changed in editing I don't know and then then he just decided like well we shot this scene so I'll be damned if it's not going to go in somewhere. I just... <sighs> now we come to the part of the podcast where we ask the question, was Texas Voodoo Zombies a cash grab? Rachel, what do you think? Absolutely not. No way. Look at this speed. This guy thinks he is an artist. And not just an artist, he is an artiste. Yeah, I think absolutely he was trying. I don't know what he was trying to make. Is he trying to make a political statement? Yeah, what was the message? He's trying to make a statement about class differences, about race relations, about Texas in general. About having a strong work ethic? About how it's okay to be bigoted towards other people. I mean, Mm -mm. I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to say. But he's definitely, he's trying to say something meaningful. There's Doobie. Sorry. (laughs) What's he doing? Look at him. He's doing that pose. He is. (laughs) Like, he really thought, like, I'm going to be an amazing director. And, uh, And this is what he gave us. So, no, no, not in a little bit do I think this was a cash grab. I think he was genuinely trying to make some real freaking art. Even if it did catapult him to money, that was inconsequential. 
Yeah, he's signing them to be checked. Yeah. Um, Trey, what do you think? Okay. I guess I mentioned this earlier, but by 2014, the walking dead, like, zombie craze had been over at that point. Yeah. They successfully they, they had they had single handedly started restarted and ended that craze. Yes. <laughs> However, I'm not oh, entirely sure real how quick, this particular oh yeah. It used to be called Zombie Hood Apocalypse. Ha! <laughs> Which I mean, it's probably glad it's probably good he migrated. Oh away my from god. That. <laughs> Zombies are in it so little. <laughs> Did you say zombie hood apocalypse? Yep, that's what it was originally. Like that was going to be the name because they yeah. say it, but I. That's not. Hmm. Oh my god, he's hmm. here. He is comparing himself to Tyler Perry. <laughs> Read it. Read it right now. So so many people couldn't attend my movie premiere, but ask if they could see the films. So just like Tyler Perry did to get started, I'm making my first production available to friends and fans at a low cost. Please support me. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Friends before Hollywood. Nice. Hmm. Okay. That was nice. Okay. 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 Josh, I'm going to need you to go and then I'll go. Okay, fine. I need time to, like, gather everything I need to say uh, together, please. I'll field this. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll say that I definitely do not think that this is a cash grab. I think that, uh, once again, we're, we're dealing with the kind of sort of untapped, well, somewhat tapped, genius, a la Tommy Wiseau, Neil Breen, you know, I think Victor McLaughlin. Shit, <laughs> I think that McLaughlin. I think that Victor McLaughlin is sort of Texas's answer to a Neil Breen or a Tommy Wiseau. I think that he is kind of a genius because nobody can get everything wrong so much. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is not pastiche. This is not. This is not somebody. Being bad on purpose. Oh hell no! This none is of, him giving none it. None of this was on purpose. This is him giving. You don't it, think so? <laughs> this is him giving it his everything, while also cutting every corner and just sort of like phoning it in. But still, that's his everything. That's what I feel. So I'll say not a cash grab. Right. Okay. I I will say that this. Um, out of everything that we watched, this is the the furthest from a cash grab that we have come. Oh, yeah. You can't get any farther away. This was homegrown. Uh, this cost so little money to make. And yet I'm I'm guessing that what really made this movie was all the ties and connections he had to people in the community who was like, I'm trying to do this thing. Help me out. Yeah. 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 Uh, the... Much like, actual, much like uh, uh, mm. Southern Fried Zombies, you know? It's, it, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Like a yeah, community very effort. much. Yeah. Um, like, I, I think that there was... Mm, plot aside, there were certain things in the script that were 
probably good, but they were mostly sold on the performances and just how well the actors kind of came through and like embodied what was going on and, and made it their own. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 made it their own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they had any choice in like who they played and the guy who's like Shy Town was like, oh, yes. Yep, this is me. I'll make this my own. Cause you know what? What I really think is that the this reason is me that there's all over mm, <laughs> the reason why I think that there are actually so many characters in this is because everybody did something else. Somebody like uh, the the woman who played the mom with the three boys. She provided the snacks. Right. Like somebody right. provided the transportation. Like everybody who did something got to play a role in the movie, regardless of whether or not it made sense. Like right. everybody got to be involved. Right. And that actually and, it um, feels like that because yeah. there's no, even though there's like a lot of throwaway lines and things that don't make sense and nothing that pays off ever, like there's, uh, it's almost like everybody gets at least one moment, you know? Everybody gets. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets their screen <laughs> time and at least one line. Yeah. And not just that, a full backstory. <laughs> I promise you that if you drive your minivan around during this production, I will, I will give you a deeply layered character. Rich backstory. Like the, the movie Bible for this thing includes everybody's social security number. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it is fucking detailed, all right? They all have an Ancestry account. <laughs> Ancestry.com. And, um, okay, okay. I've been trying to figure out how I was going to say this in connection to Tyler Perry, who is someone who I do not wish to discuss on this podcast or uh, anything that I do publicly. Oh, wait, hold up. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, so, so we just have to X out that entire catalog? Oh, well, no, but... <laughs> We can just sum it up now. We can just, we can just dub Tyler Perry Captain Cash Grab. And then, uh... what, what, what I want to say is... We have to redesign our logo. Oh, God. Can we not? I don't want... See, this is what I was afraid of right here. Oh, getting sued by Tyler Perry. What I want to say purely uh, about Tyler Perry as a filmmaker in terms of business i get why someone like victor mclaughlin would be like okay i am self-made i do not have any major backing i don't have any sort of production help i don't have the duplass brothers like bringing in money this is very much a community effort so i'm depending on the community to make this a thing right uh oh man that oh Sorry, that took a lot out of me to be that eloquent about someone that I disagree with. But... You got there. I want to say with full sincerity that I enjoy this film so much. Yep. Uh, I am someone who... <laughs> the Even the, the stuff that it was just really wrong, especially how it ended... Oh, yeah. uh, that all of that I was like no 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 but also I will watch this again definitely <laughs> and show it to other people I, uh, uh, I will force others to witness the truth yeah <laughs> it's like rule, like rule number 22 in his book on screenwriting is uh, you know 
Always leave your audience feeling gross. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to feel guilty he, about what they just watched. He threw in so much. I'm just like, well, I guess there's something for everybody. Yeah, and it's a smorgasbord <laughs> of, a, of stuff. Can, Make your friends question your sanity when you show them this movie. <laughs> oh. And it's still, uh, yeah, it's it's worthy. It is it is the it is the anti cash grab. This is I will say this purely about, made with all heart. Yeah, I will say this about Victor is, mm-hmm. my man wanted to make a movie. He had a good idea. He thought. And so he did make a fucking movie. He did. He did. did, Yeah. He did. It's on multiple platforms. He like did that. He did it. You can buy this fucking DVD if you want to. You can go to Tubi. They're selling commercials for it. He's got to be getting money from it. It's it's also available uh, to watch on Vudu. Yes. Oh well, that's of course it is. I'm surprised the whole Vudu platform has it. You know, almost like championed (laughs) because of the title. It's Texas Vudu. It's like, listen, Victor. I know that you've already like put out all the posters and you have the cover art and stuff like that and voodoo is spelled the way it is. What if you spelled it V-U-D-U? <laughs> and he said and he said, Go on. Yes. And no no, Victor would not say that. He said, No one compromises the work of Victor. <laughs> oh God. I, I, I based on what he looks like with the accent, I'm I'm digging it. <laughs> What, I, what I'm saying is, like, this man had an actual dream. Yep. He considers himself to be an artist. He's an accomplished author, mm-hmm. like, like many times over, and he made a movie. I can't... And it's not, like, I was thoroughly entertained throughout. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to say. He's a... He's a maverick, he's, damn it. Yeah, he's a fucking maverick. <laughs> he's a fucking maverick. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, anybody out there who wants to make content, the first few things you make are fucking dog shit. Yeah. So. You have to make the bad stuff yeah, in order to like. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Texas Voodoo Zombies sucked, but Texas Voodoo Zombies crawled, so Texas Voodoo Zombies 2 could run. Okay? And I cannot fucking wait. And fingers Oof. crossed. Please, Victor, do us all a favor. The world I will be it. in the virtual line waiting yeah. for my ticket. Yeah. I will pay money to see another. Oh, yeah. Like, this cast was amazing. Yeah. I, I love them all. I'm not even going to lie. Listen, I know that uh, Doobie was great. Disney Plus is trying to get you to pay $30 to watch Mulan on top of your Disney Plus subscription. Why don't you save that $30 for Texas Voodoo Zombies 2? Yeah. And I, I kind of wish, I don't think. He's aware of crowdfunding sources. I, maybe not. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I'd, but if he were, like, well, I said I would I, contribute. I I just sent you the link to his Facebook, so you know. Enjoy that. We can always reach out to Victor, you know, and just sort of like offer our services. Look, look, Victor for a producer for an associate producer credit, and of course, a scene. Listen, Victor, <laughs> have you met three losers who like to trash people on the internet? <laughs> Yes. Well, come on down, because we didn't trash you. We have an audience of tens. <laughs> That's right, tens of people. Thousands. I just, it, this is, I don't know if we've run into this, uh, not 
it's not a problem. It's not a dilemma. It's a consideration. This is deliberately campy. <laughs> so it's hard to critique something that is already over the top and just ridiculous for no reason. Right. I feel like it was effective in a lot of those ways. And also just the cheat, the cheapness of it added to it. Yes. It's- so it, it's, <laughs> and when it, when it fell flat, it fell real flat. Oh yes. But that was like a huge swing. And I want to, I want to encourage those in, in people who make things. Yes, I, I hate to I hate to keep comparing him to to Neil Breen, but but in the same way that it's apt, it, right? In you know, the same way I'll he ma- like, just swing for the fences. Yeah, like Neil Breen, do it. Yeah, the the thing is, Neil Breen's movies are horrible, and they they are wrong in every possible way. I mean, they but don't make any sense, not a lick of sense. I'm glad no. that there are independent filmmakers like Neil Breen and Victor McLaughlin out there that are that are doing stuff. They're telling original, <laughs> wacked wackadoodle stories we need it we need it we yeah. need it was great it was it was so much fun to watch yeah i'm telling you if you're tired of waiting for diversity then stop watching the fucking you know freeze-dried homogenized crap that hollywood mainstream you. the mainstream media the, like if you're yes. ready for diversity then start looking for this kind of stuff because it's going to give it to you people have been making their own movies tired of waiting in line for years totally just because you didn't know this, they were doing it doesn't mean they weren't doing it. Yeah, and you know, the production value isn't always great, and Sandra Bullock isn't there to <laughs> lend uh, an air of gravitas, but <laughs> you get what you need, you, you know? It, it It nourishes you yeah. in all the ways you didn't know you needed. Yeah, I will say that. Like, it, You know what's funny is I've, I've watched a lot of... Uh, sort of like recently released mainstream movies lately, you know, on DVD, of course, and streaming. And a good 75% of those, I was disappointed. Or, you know, I, I didn't have a good time, and I was just like, ugh, why did I spend my time doing this? I'm genuinely happy after watching this movie. Like, it, it lifts my spirits. I will say, I like, it. I get what you're saying, but for me, it's, yeah, I've been watch- I've watched some new, new releases recently Mm -hmm. the difference between those movies and this movie is i don't remember what those movies other movies i've watched are but i'll never forget this movie (laughs) never ever try as i might never it is burned into your memory it is it is forever yeah with the heat of the texas sun <laughs> Take that, Ingmar Bergman. <laughs> you need some Victor lessons. Truly. Truly. So I don't know who gets to go next. It's you. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what zombie movie I'm going to pick, but we'll see. Maybe. But we are well overdue. Also, I want to say uh, from a personal note that this is the. This is the first movie that we've covered with a predominantly black cast, and um, this is the kind of representation that I want to see in the world. I'm down this with This is it. it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, oh, the, homo- oh. the homophobia wasn't great, but I I also yeah. think, yeah. I'm also so thankful that uh, Pookie was included as like... Uh, a positive representation of, uh, of of a black gay man, just you know, just there hanging out, 
being high and being helpful. That's right. Yep. Come on. And living his life. That's true. <clears throat> I mean, maybe in Texas Voodoo Zombies too, Doobie has overcome his bigotry. Yes. We'll see the growth. Maybe Big Juicy comes out and teaches him a lesson. And maybe how to dance. There it is. <laughs> That's the, that, well, there's your competition. It's baked in. Yes, it's know. a new competition. <laughs> Victor, listen, let's talk. <laughs> we have ideas. Many, many ideas. We have the talent and we got to use it. <laughs> Talent's a bit much, but we have the drive and determination. <laughs> just yeah, just like you, Victor, we're willing. That's we'll right. do it. We're willing and we're kind of able. <laughs> That's all that matters. Okay. Well, thanks for joining on the joining us on this wild ride. And you know what? If we ever put out our own zombie movies, I promise you, thirty seconds in, zombies coming to eat your brain. Yes. That's what yeah. that's what the people want. We've been Cash Grab Cinema. I'm Rachel with Josh. Oh, always Trey, even if it's digitally. Follow yeah. us on Instagram and Twitter at Cash Grab Cinema, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. Bye.